play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Punkcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Episode triple two. 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 Oh, yeah. Two. <laughs> dos, dos, dos. <laughs> do it, do it, dos. <laughs> two, dos, do it. Right. So episode 222. A uh, lot of great bands to get to. A lot of good stuff. Playing some music that's not quite out yet, but will be soon. Two of those tracks on this episode, uh, a bunch of new releases and so forth. Got a lot to get to, a lot to talk about, so so we don't stretch this episode forever. We're going to get right into it. Oh, yeah. But first, you know what's funny? Two, what's two, two. Today, there are three twos in today's date. Is there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 07, 28, 20, 20. Three twos. <laughs> it's an omen. <laughs> it is. It is. It is indeed. Uh, let's talk about some new music real quick before we play some new music. Uh, long list this time. I, I'm finally getting mostly caught up on getting to bands and the music and the messages and all of that. And God, like through mid-September, I've got most <laughs> of my picks all scheduled out because... Uh, that's just how many bands have reached out. So got a lot of stuff coming, and a lot of it will try to get over on Punkinoid Worldwide. And we'll finally get that going. Just posted a new episode there yesterday. I'll have another one all ready to go on Friday. Probably every three days for at least, I don't know, a month or so on that one. Get caught up. Anyway, here we're going to start back on July 19th. Jet 8, they released a split with the Shifty Grifts. Uh, that split is called Hands Off. Manic Hispanic released a new single called Shankla Abuser. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Shankla. Shankla, there you go. Uh, And Back in Brown will be out in September, so I think that's the third single I want to say that Manic Hispanic's released, but the album Back in Brown will be out in September. Idols released Model Village. That's a single on the 20th. Rot released Punk Zombie. That's P-U-N-X-O-M-B-I-E. They released that on the 20th. Fake News released Everyday Warrior. I will be playing something from there. That's one I haven't plugged in on an episode yet, but I will be before too long. i got to figure out where I'm going to plug that one in, but I listened and I liked. Cool band from the Gold Coast in Australia. Uh, Fake News, 21st. Everyday Warrior, also on the 21st. Uh, to the Helpless, they released Too Many Reasons uh, featuring Sugus. Or Sugus. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that one right. Sugus. Sugus. There you go. We'll go uh-huh. with that. Uh, on the 22nd, Drinking Squad released You'll Never Drink Alone EP. The Descendants finally got out their ninth and Walnut. We played a couple tracks off there over the last few months. I know. Yes, you do. You picked them all. Uh, on the 23rd, The Last Stand and One Choice, they put out a split called From the East Coast to the West Coast. I gotta, gotta, gotta know. <laughs> right. Uh, I can't ever say it that way without saying it that way. Uh, School Drugs, on the 23rd, they put out their first part one of four EPs for their LP. This EP called Visitation. And on Indecision Records, they will be releasing, when they're all done, the conglomeration of the four EPs. And it's going to be called Funeral Arrangements. 
Hmm. <laughs> then on the twenty third, Raging Nathan's put out "Bring Me the Dead." Bring me, <laughs> bring me the dead. Bring me the head of Betsy Div- Devos. I don't know who Betsy Devos is, but that's an EP. Betsy Devos. Devos. There we go. Yeah. Whatever you said, I'm gonna go with it. Uh, Def Def Def. They released City Song on the twenty third. New Zealand Horror Punk Volume One. That's a compilation. It came out on the twenty third. Burning Lord put out demo number one on the 23rd. Saving Vice put out Phantom Pain. That was a single on the 23rd. Sprockets put out Destruction's Portrait. That's a single on the 23rd. Shamrocks put out a single called Punk Nation on the 23rd. Miles to Nowhere put out Galaxy Punk EP on the 23rd. Racist Kramer put out In Redemption. Uh, I heard at least half of that. It was pretty good. I like it. We're going to have to... That one and so many other ones that I've already named are all going to be on this show and or uh, Punkanoi Worldwide. So I've got to plug Racist Kramer in somewhere. I'm glad those guys put out a new album. Yeah. Uh, also on the 24th, Year of the Knife put out a new single called Dead at 29. On the 30th, Tombstoners putting out Victims of Vile Torture. A uh, handful of releases on the 30th also include Aniasis. Self-titled, self-titled Aniasis, which is on Upstate Records. Section Hate, that's H8. Is uh, They put out Welcome to the Nightmare. It will be on the 30th. Abuse Ritual, self-titled, coming out on the 30th. Punk Factory, Masters of the Universe. Uh, that is coming out on the 30th. And we will be doing a song on this episode and probably at least a handful of episodes to come. We'll talk more about it later on in this episode. Chunk, no, Captain Chunk, they are putting out Gone Are the Good Days. It's been a while since they've put out a new release. They even have a single on this that they put out like three years ago, like right after this podcast started in 2017. So four, it's been close. It's definitely been at least three years. That single is included on this album. That's how long there it's been since they put together a full length. I'm just still surprised. They're still alive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I haven't seen those since the anime MySpace days. (laughs) (laughs) On the 30th, the Lost Planet Airmen, they are putting out Comforting Lies and Unpleasant Truths. That's an EP. Time and Pressure's putting out Halfway Down. Then on the 1st, Bone Crusher with The Game. We'll be talking more about that on this episode. Damn It Records is putting out on the first Damn It Blast and Other Expletives Volume 1. Mad Mulligans will be on there along with, I think, five other bands. I've got some tracks. I don't know if I'll get it on this show or I might just do a whole episode for uh, Damn It Records and maybe I'll split it with like uh, some other record label. I've got a handful of stuff for over on Punkanoi Worldwide so I can get to those quicker. Grand Collapse is putting out Empty Plinths. I've heard a couple singles already. That comes out on the 6th. And Rockstar Race Car is putting out Created a Monster on August 6th. That single will be out then. And we're going to talk more about that on this episode. So, I told you the list was long. Had to get into it. It's done. Eric, do you have anything you want to add to it? Uh, Not much to add, but I will say that I am excited about some of the ones that have just came out. I have listened to the Idols track. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it sounds good. It's heavy. It's weird. It's idols. Right. And I have listened also to uh, not all, but most of the newest Descendants record. And 
yep, it still has that youthful teenage energy. And yeah, this one is actually kind of called for, despite the fact that they are uh, what in their fifties or something. I can't even I can't even keep track with <laughs> how old those uh, uh, veterans are. But anyway, they started in the seventies, <laughs> so I they've got to be at least close to sixty. Yeah, they are pretty close to sixty. They were about 13, 14 when they first started. Uh, okay, so they're definitely in their fifties. <laughs> yeah. When they, when I mean teenage angst, I mean actual teenagers, not nineteen year olds. Uh, but yeah, the stuff is uh stuff is really good, and, and yeah, the angst is kind of called for because these are the songs that were like never released. They just existed in their garage on the what is it, Ninth and Walnut, because that's what the album's called. <laughs> anyway, I still got to hear the new uh, Def 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 track. I forgot that that was uh, coming out. Maybe because they weren't so. Uh, uh, headstrong in the advertisements, at least not in what I've seen. But I don't know. Flew uh, under my nose and I didn't see it. But now it's on my radar. And uh, and yeah, coming down to uh, my pick of the new song of the week is the newest Year of the Knife song. Oh, awesome. man. The Year of the Knife, they are just so brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing them live, and I'm just thinking to myself, yeah, I really don't want to be in that pit, because it's a lot of uh, a lot of chunky, wonky, beat-em-up, hardcore, bench-press type of <laughs> type of hardcore, that type of shit. Yeah, it's, uh, you don't want to be in the, the vicinity of the pit while they are playing, and this song is no exception, but I like to describe this as kind of a reverse hardcore song you think of uh you think of hardcore in the same vein as terror which are these what these guys emulate they're kind of from that strain uh whereas terror they start off most of their songs with that really fast punky thrashy uh beat where everything is just fast and then it just like slows down kind of in the middle and then you get a fucking chunky breakdown in the end this one is the reverse of that. It starts off all chunky and slow moving, got a lot of uh, just slamming riffs that are just lumbering all over you, and then it just changes pace right in the end and gets really fast for some reason. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's kind of weird. <laughs> so yeah, I gotta give them credit where credit's due. Yeah, thanks for playing with my expectations, and the song still rips, and yeah, as we said earlier, this is the single of Dead at 29. Let's listen to the beatings. Sex Pistols going to hell. I'm aware. It's against the machine going to hell. I figured. And here are the next one. Yes, 
Like I said, it plays with that expectations. I mean, you just basically have the entire song, which is a, it could be a breakdown, and just when you think it's gonna slow down and you know get breakdownier, it just gets right into that those fast riffing with a solo on top of that. This kind of Slayer worship, and it and it doesn't go back to the slow stuff. It just stops after that. <laughs> so so yeah, it's pretty funny, you know. You just think, oh, here comes the other breakdown. Yeah. Heard this one before. Okay, then. I guess we are. I guess we are going in a different direction. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so yeah, you're the knife. They got a new song out. Um, if you want to listen to it more, hey, fuck you. You know where to find them, right? <laughs> we we say all the Facebooks and all the social medias at the end of the show anyway. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, stick around, <laughs> fucker. Anyway. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, good stuff out of Delaware. We don't play a ton of bands out of Delaware. Yeah. So good stuff there. Good. Hi, I'm in Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of places we don't play a lot, we're going to go inversely to places we probably play a lot of, and that's from California, and probably even specifically Southern California. What? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> we might have at least uh, half the show on this show, it seems like, is going to be from California, but whatever. Well, I mean, more bands per capita come out of California. Right. I think it's only rivaled by New York, at well, least in the U.S. That is good for us because California is not too far away. Uh, Bone Crusher, talked about them at the beginning of the show. Uh, love that band. Awesome band. And, you know, we've talked about before, you know, like bands kind of split, which Bone Crusher a couple years ago did kind of have a, a split. Then, you know, you get The Divided. Funny enough, that's the name of the band, is The Divided. <laughs> and it was great. I love the uh, the full length, and they've done an EP. So awesome. And then since then, Bone Crusher put out Every Generation, which came out November of 2019. And then they're also going to be putting out their new one, The Game, which comes out digitally on August 1st. On CD, it'll be August 15th. And sometime this fall will be LP, as anybody who buys vinyl knows. Uh, the pressing plants uh, are all backed up. Supplies uh, have been uh, a bit more scarce, so pressing plants have been backed up. And so there's, it's hard to get like real release dates. I was just talking 
with another band from Poland. Really looking forward to their release. They put a single out that we played early in the year. And if you listen to the show, maybe you'll figure that out. I'm not going to give any more out. Uh, but just heard back from them, you know, like, hey, I asked them, your songs are great. I love the single. I knew you were supposed to, your release is supposed to come out. When's it coming out? And they've been holding off because they're waiting on the vinyl to come out and they're hoping it'll be out in the fall. Mm. And they released their first single back in like January, maybe February, I forget when it was, sent it to us. We played it early even. And it was awesome. And so I was just going through messages, like I said, top of the show, catching up, reached out. That's just the way it is. So with Bone Crusher, uh, we've had the link to listen to the whole album. Like I said, digitally it comes out on the first. Well, Eric and I have been listening to it before that. And in the last little over a week, I've listened to that thing all the way through. All the way through, there's 12 songs that's going to be on there probably five times. I love it. I was <laughs> struggling to figure out what I wanted to play on this episode. I guarantee I'm going to play this on a great cover-to-cover album here in the next few months. And maybe we'll reach out and see if any of the guys in Bone Crusher want to join us on the show and talk about it. Maybe we'll play some then. There's so many great ones. Uh, I, I kept writing down like, all right, I'm going to play this one. And then I'd hear the next one like, yeah, I want that one. No, I want this one. And it just kept going back and forth. So finally I settled on Never Forget. We're going to play Never Forget right now. It's off the new one, The Game, digitally. You'll be able to listen to it, get it here come Saturday, no, Sunday the 1st. 15th, you'll get the CD, and sometime this fall, be on the lookout for the LP. I know I will be, because I'm definitely going to get that LP. I love this album. It's going to be, for sure, uh, you know, there's still months to go, but it's going to be on my top list, you know, top five, top ten, whatever. Uh, I always do a top a lot, but this one is going to be in that top single digits. I love it. Here we go. The track is Never Forget. The band is Bone Crusher. I'm free I won't ever bow down Crawling 
Got that? Always remember what's worth fighting for. What was that again? (laughs) (laughs) They got a very uh, old school East Coast sound, despite the fact they're from the opposite side of the country. Right? Yeah, because it sounds the that kind of rough and gruff kind of street oi sound. Yes. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, when I when I heard it, I thought a lot of uh, old school uh, agnostic from when they still had that uh, skinhead appeal before they went like super thrashy, and but also uh, the Bruisers from Boston, they had that same kind of a uh, uh, dive bar brawler sort of uh, <laughs> sort of eth- <laughs> ethos about them. So. Right. So that's what I got from uh, these guys, and yeah, it's really good. You sense the aggression in there. Yes, I love it. Uh, we played the Welch Boys last year. Seems like around this time, TJ sent us the track, and we played, and they did a split. The split's out, but I think it's only out on vinyl, and I didn't realize that it had already come out, and it's been out for a while, I believe. But huh. at Punk Rock Bowling, they are playing a club show, not one of the official club shows. It's the is it the Double Down Saloon or something like that, maybe? Something like that, yeah. I, I think so. Those two bands will be playing together. I think that's what it was. I need to double check that because maybe... I don't know. Anyway, I definitely am looking forward to that. Eric, what is your, your outlook for Punk Rock Bowling this, this year? <laughs> well, Punk Rock Bowling, <laughs> I missed the, the window to buy my festival tickets. So that sucked, but then I learned the Gorilla Biscuits dropped off. They did. Youth of Today filled in. That was just news a couple days ago. Yep. So Youth of Today, that it's cool. I'm still bummed out that I don't get to, uh, won't be getting to see them. But I love Gorilla Biscuits more. Me too. I really (laughs) wanted to see Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah, they'll be. They'll be playing somewhere down the line. I don't know. I hope. There's still club yeah. shows. Uh, there's always the Hogs and Heifers. It's like oh, show yeah. up at the door and it's five bucks or ten bucks or whatever it is. And they, so they don't pre-sell. Plus stuff like the one I was just talking about at the Double Down. And then there's still a couple of the club shows, including the Madball H2O. Yep. That one, sold out yet. that one I am uh, planning on getting as soon as I get paid. Awesome. Um However, the one that another one that I really wanted to go to was the Unseen, and that has sold out. <laughs> it has. Yep. That's yeah. I did get tickets to that because that's the one, uh, Soldiers of Destruction. I wanted to make yep. sure I got to go see those guys, and of course, Starving Wolves, Defiance, and the Unseen. Of course, I want to see all of them too. <laughs> yeah, that is a that is a stacked lineup. There is not a single band on that lineup that I hate, and I've seen the Unseen before. It was a. Uh, it was a couple years ago. I can't. I think they were playing with the Subhumans. Awesome. I think that was the yeah that was the show. And yeah, I was mainly there for Subhumans, but Unseen, my God, they kill it every time. I bet. I want to see them. And side note, speaking of Subhumans, one of Dick Lucas's other bands, Culture Shock, has Ooh. put out a new album this year. They I think they put out oh. albums back in like the eighties. They put an album out earlier this year. It just got a copy of it sent to me digital anyway. To listen to, and I dig it. I'm going to have it. 
we have some interviews probably coming up. And so on an episode that I don't do an interview, uh, I'll probably plug that into a great cover-to-cover album. There's nine tracks. One's a dub version of another. Yeah. But I liked it. I thought it was really cool. It's kind of unique as far as you know it's a lot of the music that we play it's a little bit different than that though it still fits so yeah speaking of that culture shock be on the lookout for it it's already out <laughs> uh it's already been out so check when, out when did it come out february i think holy hell yeah <laughs> right yeah it's called mandemic and i think it came out like late february so ah. it's already out get out there and check it out but it just came to me uh, like a week or two ago, and I thought, oh, shit, I don't know why I missed that, but yeah. I did. <laughs> Damn, Lucas been cruising. Right? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the last Subhumans album just came out a couple years ago, the Crisis Point. Right. Yeah, it's st- such a solid release. That yes. definitely made my top 21, 25. I can't, I can't remember <laughs> what the size of the list was a couple years ago. That was that was for 2019. 2020, it was a little bit more uh, concise. Right. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the the I will tell you that Soldiers of Destruction album is definitely in my list. Right, I, I love 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 that album. I do too. I am I can't remember I can't count how many times I've listened to it, but it is just solid through and through. Anyway, <laughs> well, after that sidetrack, we'll talk more about punk rock bowling as it gets closer. It's only July. Maybe we'll get maybe next episode. Who knows? Anyway, yeah, let's play some more new music. Enough talk. Uh, we're gonna play the yeah, band. We're only two songs in. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna play Fear Gods. They are a cool band out of Hope, New Jersey. I don't know if we played any bands out of Hope, New Jersey. New Jersey for sure, but not Hope, New Jersey. Yeah, I didn't even know there was a city called Hope. Well, at, in Hope, Fear Gods. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and Fear Gods. Fear Gods with a period at the end. Yep. I want to make all sure lower that's lowercase. Yes. That's how you know they're edgy. Yes. <laughs> that. They just followed a face to face. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, they've always been scheduled. They've always been labeled all lowercase. Right. That's how the name is. Well, Fear Gods features members of AOD, Mental Decay, SUX, Kowals- Kowalskis. Kowalskis. Sorry. Yep, I was about to say that wrong. Ruth, Ruth. Ruth, uh, Ruth. Parasites and Head Wound. Uh, their LP is. Coming out on vinyl in September. Digitally, it came out June 19th. I've had it since then. Uh, Looking forward to playing it. I'll be also playing it soon. Uh, Different track, though, because it's awesome. Over on Punkanoi Worldwide, we are going to play the track Welcome to My Life on this one. You're going to like it. You're going to want to go check it out. So let's get into it. Here's Fear Gods with a period. Going nowhere 
great music, and I love the the vocals, just gritty vocals. I think it goes well with what they're doing. Eric, what you think? Yeah, I guess you're right. I do like it. <laughs> <laughs> so now you got to look up Fear Gods, period. Fear Gods, and that's it. Just right. Period. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. Yeah, Fear Gods. Is that a is that an order, <laughs> or are they the gods of fear? Uh, I don't know. We're gonna go with the first one. It's an order. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Much as the order to believe in God. Well, fuck that. We're telling you to fear God. Right. Which is also what uh, the people who believe in God also tell you. <laughs> oh, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. All right. Well, fear gods again out of New Jersey. Uh, awesome. It's self-titled. A lot of great tracks on there. Uh, Welcome to My Life, that was that track. And uh, like I said, I'll be playing something else uh, off of it over on Punkinoy Worldwide within maybe the next week or so. So yeah. stay tuned over there if you want to hear more or just go to their Bandcamp page, check it out. Because like I said, the LP doesn't come out till September. Yeah, so get a head start. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to play some older, lesser known stuff. Uh, this is... Uh, a little older, but we've played a bunch off of it, and they're also touring. Mm-hmm. This is your pick. Yep, this is my pick. I said it last week, and I'm going to say it again this week, and I'm going to put more emphasis on it because they will be playing here later this week. <laughs> the band, of course, is Project Sell Out. Yep, and this ties into uh, the shows that are happening this weekend. There's a lot there's a lot. Last week we didn't really have any, but no, I, there was one at Aces. At uh, it was the band uh, Fancy Lads, Public Disorder, and um, didn't fight the future. Yeah, and fight the future. Yeah, yeah. I was there, uh, but I left early. I will not disclose of that information here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a stupid story. Anyway, you saw that. You saw some of the show. Good enough. Yep, saw some of the show, saw some of Fancy Lads, and that was my first time seeing them. How I, were they? They were fun. What kind they, of music they do? Uh, definitely some uh, rancid worship, okay. some ska and some punk, and they are fun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I got a little uh, sticker of theirs. It's a pair of uh, combat boots, some Doc Martens, with some uh, flowers sprouting out from them. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, hopefully they put something out then, and maybe we can get them uh, get their music on the show. Yeah, maybe so. They were good. They were really good. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I left uh, right before Public Disorder came on, and I was bummed because I really want to see them. But they will be playing Salt Lake quite a bit. Oh, <laughs> good. Yeah, based out of Provo. New, well, slightly newer band. I only discovered them earlier this year, so they they may they may just be new. But they were cool, guys. <laughs> cool. Well, show this week, uh, Project Sellout. Yeah, Project Sellout. Not one, not two, but three shows. First one, they are playing down in Provo. They Friday. Are play yep, Friday. That is Friday this week. So if you're in Provo, they will be playing with the aforementioned Public Disorder, along with Mandalore, and... Shit. <laughs> Another band. <laughs> I forget I forget about that one. Dustin was looking that one up. I was more I'm more in line with the shows they are playing closer to me, which is in Salt Lake City, and the fact that there are two of them. And I also designed the flyers, so oh, awesome! <laughs> it's it's stuck in my head. But yeah, I'll just cut. I'll just get those ones down. The first show on that they will be playing on Saturday, the 31st, will be at the Beehive. 
and they will be they will be playing again with Mandalore, along with Milk Money and Violent Unrest. Oh yes. yeah, Violent Unrest. I have seen them. Uh, I have seen them multiple times. Uh, multiple times. I play with them multiple times, and yeah, they just get better every single set. They get better. Paige has been honing her craft as a lead vocalist. She's been mostly behind the kit, but now she's coming forward, and oh, she is owning it. Just yeah. so you know, backhand. Backhand, that's the one. Backhand. That's, yep. Yep, that will be at the, uh, oh, I forgot the name of the venue, too. Third what? Space Studios. Third Space Studios, okay. Put on by Happy Valley Rockers. I Tickets look like <laughs> are 10 bucks maybe? I think it says $10. 7 p.m., yeah. July 30th. Yeah, it sound, <laughs> sounds about right. $10. Anyway, uh, yeah, Beehive Show, that's on the 31st, and then about... 45 minutes to an hour after that is the 21 plus show over at Aces High Saloon. That will be, that is again Project Sellout, and it's inclusive of Power Beer and my band. Awesome. Yeah. Anonymous will be opening up for Project Sellout. And I've been <laughs> waiting for that for a long time because when Project Sellout, uh, one of the last times they came here, uh, it was in uh, it was in September of 2018, and the significance of that show is it was the first show that Anonymous played. That's awesome. Yep, first show we played. We played with Mandalore, and we played and we opened up for. Back then, they were still known as PSO. <laughs> so, so yeah. Now it's a uh, you know three years later, almost to the day, almost to the date. It was uh, September 11th, 2018. Now, uh, July 31st, 2021, we're playing another show with them, and we're opening up for them again. It is so fun. And also, while we're on the subject of my band, we are also playing a show on the 30th. So if you're not going to the Provo show, then come over to Resolute Tattoo. You can watch us. You can watch Gag Order, Dysentery, and Goro, the mighty grindcore legends of Salt Lake. They have returned. And we don't know when they're coming back. So really, that's the main reason you got to show up. Goro, they are brutal. I love those guys. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we're all playing that show on the 30th. And that is our, f uh, personally, my first all-ages show that we played since shows came back in the fold earlier this year. That's awesome. So I'm excited for that. These kids get so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so to hype everybody up even more, Project Sellout, yep. I've played a what seems like a, an innumerable amount of songs on the show in the past, both old and new, ever since uh, I think when uh, Culture Vulture, that single came out a few years ago, we played uh, that title track and uh, No Room for a Rat. Uh, some point in, uh, in the middle of last year, we played the singles that were coming, that were coming out, like uh, Quarantine Forever, and then when Sold Out came out, uh, yeah, I played some songs from that one, and we even interviewed them on that show. Remember that chaotic interview? <laughs> yes, that came out. It's on episode 198 back in February, if you're interested. Oh, yeah. That was a, that was a fun time. And speaking of that interview, <laughs> Zach gave me shit because I hadn't ordered the vinyl yet. And I'm just pointing out, Zach, that you're lucky that it just shipped to me 
yet like yesterday or the day before. Still ain't gonna be here till next Wednesday, which is after the show. But I was definitely gonna be giving him shit at the show if it didn't arrive because I ordered it like the day after we did the interview back in February. I have it. Six months. Six months. I get that the vinyl's oh, yeah. taking a long time, but you gave me shit for not having ordered it. And it took six months to get here. Oh, I pre-ordered it last July. Oh wow. So you waited longer. Oh yeah, I was I've been waiting since before the album was announced. <laughs> but the album, yep, sold out. God damn it, I love it. I love it to death. We played uh we played some songs on here. I remember playing The Devil's Tunnel and Vacancy. And uh yeah, like I said earlier, we played Quarantine Forever when it was still just a single. And yeah, we're going to be playing another one right now. This is uh m- one of my personal favorite songs and this one is a bit of an, an old cut as well because this song existed on a on a split EP they put out with the band Meth Breath. Okay. Yeah, and it was a, uh, and yeah, this song was on there. It's called "To Whom It May Concern," and now it has resurfaced as the actual closing track of the LP sold out. And it just sounds so much more crisp. It sounds a lot more focused, and it just uh, it just has a different energy to it. You know, but still as fun and as jumpy as ever. It's just a full package. So here is To Whom It May Concern from Project Sellout. Well, the Project Sellout version, because <laughs> the old one was under the name PSO. <laughs> so there you go. This is still a first, ver- a first version for Project Sellout. I've been yammering enough. Play the fucking song. <laughs> Just a 
Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the end cap of the album uh, Sold Out, uh, which is pretty funny because uh, Devil's Grin and Vacancy are also the lead, are the... Uh, the preemptive tracks that lead into that one. So okay. you basically just heard, uh, disjointedly, however, the last third of the album, <laughs> which is a short album. It's only eight tracks long, but I I promise you, they are eight good tracks. <laughs> the whole album is solid. Definitely one of my favorites that came out this year. And uh, plug time, I will be talking about this album on the Assault City Circle Pit podcast with one Des Troy. Awesome. Yep, I Cannot tell you when that's going to be coming out. <laughs> it's he has a lot of podcasts to, <laughs> to fucking uh, to edit and to listen to. So this one will probably be out in a month. But I will be talking about that one along with Cause and Effect from Soldiers of Destruction. Awesome. He so he said pick two albums. I go well. Here's the two new ones this year that I really really like. So we'll be recording that tomorrow and expect it out in I don't know sometime. It's sometime closer to when PRB is hitting, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, stay tuned then. And since it's sold out, has shipped to you already, or you already have it, right? Yes, I do. And it has shipped to me according to my tracking number, and I should have it by next Wednesday. That means everybody else, if you haven't got it yet, you can probably order it and get it. And if you live here, maybe they'll have some copies of it at the Provo or two Salt Lake City shows. So if you're oh, going to come, <laughs> so, uh, and, and if you go look on their social medias, they have some other shows in California and Arizona and such uh, posted through like, like uh, I want to say September. So go yeah. check out those and hopefully they'll have them at those shows too. Yeah. And also another cool thing about that LP, the little uh, lyric book that comes in, it's, it looks like a comic book. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, all the all the artistry in there. It's a, it's the same artistry they've been using for the past couple of releases, but it looks like a it looks like a graphic novel. I, it's really cool. <laughs> the interview was six months ago, but that sounds like I think that we talked about that. Yeah, we did. Okay, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, get it, check it out, everybody. Check them out live. Uh, we are both looking forward to it this weekend, and Eric's going to be playing, so he'll be looking forward to that as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we're going to play one more older or lesser known. It's uh, The band is Lucky and Harjestis. Uh, Yardjestis. okay. Yeah, if, I, if I'm if i not mistaken, a lot of uh, words in Finland that begin with a J, they make the Yira sound. Okay. So it's like an incredibly soft J. Okay. There you go. So uh, we're going to go with what Eric said. In English, the band name translates to Law and Order. The track that we're going to play, because the EP they put out is like Kuka, Kuka, Kuka Listin Kustanta. Let's see. Yeah, Kuka Listin Kustanta. There we go. And it translates to who pays the listing, which I don't know what that is. Maybe I got a letter incorrect and Google Translate didn't know. But that's what it translates into English. And <laughs> the track, I'm going to also be playing another one of these tracks because I'll be doing a band or an episode of bands from Finland and Norway. But that probably won't be till like September, October over on Punganar Worldwide. But I'll be playing a totally different track from this release over there as well. The one we're going to play on this episode is... Uh, Kerma per se yule out of what do you think? 
<laughs> that really long word there. It's all one word. That is a... Uh... <laughs> I can't even repeat that. <laughs> all right. So spoiled celebrities is what it translates to. So that's what we're going to listen to. They are from Finland. They formed in 2020, so it's a newer band. And it has members and ex-members of Anal Thunder, uh, Kiri, Kairi, and Dunart, or Dunarit, sorry, and Rejected, and from many other bands. And I want to thank Hellstone Records for reaching out and putting this on our radar. Again, it came out February 28th of this year, speaking of February releases, or at least February when we did the interview, was sold out. Uh, this was happening at that time, too. So... Uh, the band Law and Order or Lucky and Yaryestis, is that what you said? Yeah, Lucky and Yaryestis. There you go. Or Law and Order. So here we go with some spoiled celebrities. by all the goofing up and fumbling around on words they did sing and finish that's uh, i think we were getting getting to that right <laughs> so yeah. if you didn't understand it neither did we but i thought it was really awesome what'd you think 
Uh, I thought it was good. Although, the entire time, I was uh, scrounging the internet trying to find the root of the word Leistin. Oh. <laughs> and the most I could come up with is it's like a, I don't know, it's like a prefix of sorts coming from Leisti, which is fun and joy, I guess. Oh. So, yeah, who is... Who pays... Fun? Who I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll have to reach out and uh, tell you on a future episode, or maybe I'll find out. Uh, hopefully, I'll find out before the Punkinoy Worldwide one. You can tune in there, and we'll let you know what it is. Don't know, but I, that is the name of the album. It's an EP. I th- was there five? There's either five or six tracks. I forget. There was five. There was five. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool tracks. Uh, I like that one. Spoiled celebrities. What a great topic anyway, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's a bit of a thing. All right. So we're going to play. Uh, we're going to get to albums in a second. We already talked about live shows a little bit. I want to throw one thing in because this is kind of that time we do that. But I just saw uh, a flyer come out for the SoCal Hoedown September 8th of 2021. That's not next year. Remember, a lot of stuff's coming out for 2022. That's this year. And it is going to be, it looks like, in Port of Los Angeles, in San Pedro, California. If you're curious and want to go, they're going to be doing three stages. It's one day on the 18th, and it's going to be featuring the bands Horror Pops, Face to Face, Fishbone, TSOL, and Nashville Pussy, plus after you know all of those, uh, all the other bands that are going to be going, those are probably like the main bands or the headliner bands. There's still several other great bands, including Super Suckers, Throw Rag, Untouchables, Smut Peddlers, The Heroes, The Side Eyes, Jesse Dayton, Street Walking Cheetahs, Channel 3, Corn Fed Project, Sidekick, Sailor's Songbook, Punk Rock Karaoke with Special Guests, Love Canal, The Grim, Mugshot Mike, or yeah, Mugshot Mike, M I C, though, not like M I K E. Huh. And then. Ham Apple. So about half those, I don't know who they are, but there's several really good ones. You know, Channel 3, Throw Rags, Super Suckers, Untouchable, Smut Peddlers. Those are a, a lot of the ones that I was more familiar with, including obviously Punk Rock Karaoke yeah. uh, in the, the lower section or the, the supporting bands. And then obviously, yeah. you know... The know, Tier 2 bands. Yeah, you know all the headliners, Horror Pops, Face to Face, Fishbone, TSOL, and Nashville Pussy. So a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Get in... Check it out. Sellout Events is presenting it. So go check that out if you're interested in that. So uh, we, we talked about uh, Punk Rock Factory at the beginning of the show. And uh, they are going to be releasing their, their new album, which was Masters of the Universe. And it is full of... Basically, Saturday morning cartoons from the eight, mostly the eighties, but like nineties, and it says even some in the two thousands, right? So a lot of stuff that I grew up on. Eric, even you know, being a bit younger than I, uh, tuned into quite a few of these, at least on the reruns and so forth. And so I want to feature some of these. They're quick. They are nostalgic. We're not going to take a lot of time on each episode, but just to feature Punk Rock Factory, what they're doing. I think it was like 22 songs on mm-hmm. that release that's coming out this Friday, the 30th. Uh, they are from the UK over there, South Wales, and they formed in 2014, if you're not familiar with the band. And they are reimagining these classics. 
Uh, we'll talk more about them on each of the episodes. And like I said, we'll at least do a handful. There's a handful that I want to get to. They're only like a minute and a half long. Yeah. Eric hasn't heard this one yet, but he picked it. He wanted to hear what they did with the Flintstones. Yeah. So here is Punk Rock Factory doing or reimagining the classic, the Flintstones. <laughs> did you think? Well, I come open the door! <laughs> we, used to, we used to make uh, fun that my uh, grandpa uh, was basically uh, a modern day cutout of Fred Flintstone. <laughs> Just because the way he would call my uh, grandpa, he sounded exactly like Fred does when he calls Wilma. It was more like, Rosie! <laughs> it was hilarious. Anyway, yeah, that song, it was exactly what I was expecting. A bit of an old school, kind of a skate punk vibe in, in this reimagining of all, these, uh, of all these introductory songs we know from our childhoods. <laughs> yes, there's a handful of others that I definitely watched quite a bit. And we'll do one an episode for a few episodes feature them. You should check out Punk Rock Factory and that new album once it comes out. Eric, let's do some great cover-to-cover -cover albums. Let's get through the show. Oh uh, yes. Well, as I've been uh, as I've been pushing one of the albums I was most excited about being released this year, except for the Bronx. <laughs> Don't I'm not plugging that yet. It's a few <laughs> weeks away. But right? the other one was uh, the one that I mentioned at the top of the show that I've been listening to: Descendants, Knife, and Walnut. Well, I am not playing anything from that album, and I am instead playing stuff from their actual first album, Milo Goes to College. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, this has been a long time coming. I've been playing The Descendants a lot, a lot on this show, <laughs> and I've been saving a special time for me to play what I consider to be my favorite album. It kind of goes, uh, Milo Goes to College, then Cool to Be You. Then, everything sucks, and everything kind of ties in after that. Oh, wait, no, except for all. All, all goes, goes there as well. I mean, I have the all logistics tattooed on my shin, so, yeah. <laughs> I live by those rules. I have not yet committed adulthood. 
Not fully, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And I do not drink decaf. There you go. Ever. (laughs) So, yeah, The Descendants. What more can I say about them? They uh, They were the band that spoke to SoCal suburbanite teenagers who really didn't know what it was like to be tough or to be like a... Or to be coked out, or strung out, or, you know, weeded out, <laughs> drinking <laughs> at the age of 13 or 14, and and just surfing and skating all day, every day. No, these guys, uh, these guys, they played to the nerds, they played to the geeks, the ones who uh, strike out with all the girls, the ones who are like, uh, who never get invited to parties, the ones who never get, the ones who never really get any source of popularity. They sit in school, they do their homework, they uh, obey their parents, pretty much. That's what the <laughs> descendants were. <laughs> the descendants, um, at least as far as their uh, presentation and uh, their lyricism goes, yeah. It is very much that, uh, you know, you know, the little the geek who sits in the back of the lunchroom eating by himself. And even so much so that the logo looks is just a caricature cutout of Milo. Their singer, Milo Alkerman, you know, he's got the thick specks on his head. He's got the little uh, lines that act as his hair. <laughs> he's just got a weird looking face. That is him. <laughs> that is basically him. Uh, but what I do love is that, yep, it brings it down. It accurately represents punk rock as a whole. As a whole. <laughs> I hit the mic. <laughs> And, and it just brings it right down to the bare-bones structure. Even so much so that they have the simplest album artwork. And what does it represent? It represents what all punks and hardcore kids really are. Just weird little kids. Yeah, that's really all we were. <laughs> and we grew up to be weird little adults. Enough said. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm getting to the I'm getting to the music because uh, it does kind of tie into what is actually definitely top three favorite Descendant songs, and that is "Suburban Home." <laughs> I want to be stereotyped. I want to be classified. <laughs> it's their idea of a parody of like uh, accepting the suburban lifestyle from which they came. Right. It's like, no, nah, I don't want to go back to that. And yeah, for a while, you don't go back to that. <laughs> And then you just kind of uh, fall back, and then you're like, yeah, you know what? Now I'm starting to get why my parents moved out here. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't reached that yet. Like I said, I'm not committing adulthood. (laughs) I live in the the upper town, (laughs) the downer town. Nice. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, Suburban Home, this is one of my favorite ones. It's just... uh, it's just making fun of the suburban lifestyle, which it was back in the day. And they still play this song. They still play the song for laughs, fan service, whatever. It's a great song. So, yeah, here we go. I want to be stereotyped. I want to be classified. I want to be stereotyped.
I want to be classified. <laughs> yep, I've listened to that song so many times that it might as well be background music. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, you get you kind of get the uh, message with uh, the Descendants, and yeah, they got their share of uh, awkward teens uh, trying to talk to girls through songs like Catalina, and uh, also and also Hope. <laughs> and Hope is just kind of like that, uh, you know, geeky boy strikeout face where it's like. You know, you kind of watch it from a distance, the girl you're crushing on being with her current boyfriend. It's like, I could treat her so much better. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got stuff like, I'm not a punk and I'm not a loser. (laughs) And then you have uh, the parents song, which makes me fucking laugh every time. Parents, why won't they shut up? Parents, they're so fucked up. (laughs) Again, it speaks to the little uh, teenage angst, the little teenager inside all of us. It's just uh, now we listen to it like, uh, oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember what I felt that way. Now I'm pretty cool with my parents. <laughs> As some people are not. But again, this is not the same. <laughs> this isn't the punk rock you're thinking of. Actually, these guys are considered like the original instigators of what we know as pop punk. You know? Okay. You think of how... Uh, uh, Blink-182 and uh, uh, Green Day and the like were often chastised for singing about, for making love songs and singing about the girls that they want and all this stuff. I'm like, you know, multiple bands were doing this before them, Descendants included, but you also think of the Ramones. They saw themselves as an old pop band. <laughs> you know? The, the punks thing just kind of uh, landed on them. They're like... It, Okay, fine. Right. <laughs> we didn't call ourselves that. We just wanted to make rock and roll simple again. <laughs> and that's what Descendants were. They were just a, it was just a reaction to their environment. Uh, but even though they do get into some songs where it's uh, of more, uh, uh, what's the word, more cryptic nature. And nowhere is that more uh, exemplified in Bikeage. Yeah, Bikeage, it's got that same poppy feel to it. It's just like, uh, it even has this sort of uh, surf, the psychedelic surf guitar riff in there, in that little intro. And and yeah, you think it's just going to be a nice song, but then you listen to the lyrics, and it's talking about watching, uh, watching one of your friends just uh, out on the streets selling their body to get their next fix. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> they get to that, they're just like, Oh, man, this is really sad. You know, they're not saying, like, as a reaction to, uh, this is what I did. It's like, no, this is what our friend did. It's making us sad, man. That's too bad. So, yeah, Descendants had their own thing going on. A lot of people copied that. (laughs) And for for good reason. We got a lot of great bands out of that. You know? And, yeah, this was back in, this was way Back in the 80s. This was 1982 when yeah. hardcore was still seen as, uh, you know, Black Flags Rise Above and all of its counterparts. Right. Know? And for a band like this and also alongside them, the Adolescents and eventually Bad Religion, they all started following suit, bringing in more melody into hardcore, which eventually molded its way into becoming skate punk and pop punk. Awesome. So, yeah, there you go. There's a little bit of a history lesson. Thank you, Milo, for making me seem smart. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg Graffin, by that standpoint. You can yeah. still have a PhD. You can still be punk. Both of them have PhDs. <laughs> so does Dexter of The Offspring. Right. Yeah. There's some smart people. Now we're proving it to them. <laughs> so, yeah. Bikeage. 
by The Descendants. I love this song. Let's go. Perfect, perfect album. There you go. <laughs> yep. I'll say it once, I'll say it again. I love, love, love The Descendants. I love pretty much everything that they have put out. I just love certain albums a little bit more. <laughs> and this one just happens to sit at the top. And also the Fat EP. <laughs> I gotta give that some love. That Fat EP is just funny. They have a whole <laughs> song about Wiener Schnitzel, which is just them making an order. <laughs> That's how dorky they are. <laughs> so yeah, love the Descendants. Definitely one of my favorites. And I got nothing more to say except for we shall achieve all. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the the Wiener Schnitzel thing reminded me of uh, I was playing an episode. So if you stay tuned for Friday, there's going to be an episode on Punkanoi Worldwide for bands from Serbia and Croatia. It's one episode. Think about 20 bands between the two places. But it, it popped in my head because it was today. The band's name is Boli Te Kuric. But in Croatian, that's what it is. In English, it translates to Your Dick Hurts. And that's the name of the band. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, the Wiener Schnatzel. <laughs> yes, that, that, that's where the reminder came in. So if you go tune into that episode, you can go listen to Your Dick Hurts. Yep. Something's on somebody's mind. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to play one more album. Uh, It's not really even an album yet, but I want to 
play a couple of the tracks. I'm kind of fitting it in here, and the album will be coming out. The band is Rockstar Race Car. We've played them on the show before. They're from New Jersey. Bunch of teenagers led by Troy, and I want to thank Troy for reaching out. Troy also does the Trojan Warfare, which we've played on the show as well. And uh, Rockstar Race Car putting out some new stuff. Trojan Warfare maybe late this year, early next year. We'll see. Be on the lookout for those. Uh, had a single come out in, I can't remember if there was one in June or not, but he definitely, the, we're going to play two singles. He's had a few singles that he's been putting out, and I think one even comes out next month. So we are going to play, and you were talking about teenagers. Well, these this is a band mm-hmm. of literal teenagers. Like the drummer is either 14, maybe he's 15 by now, somewhere in that All range. Right. I know he was 14 when we first started playing him maybe around a year ago. So... Uh, band is young, all teenagers, I believe, still. Though I think Troy did finally get to 18. Correct me if I'm wrong, Troy. (laughs) (laughs) And he might be the oldest in the band. Anyway, uh, Rockstar Race Car, upcoming album, which will be out fall of 2021. Uh, I'm going to play a couple of their singles. I liked them. Uh, First single is going to be called Created a Monster. You might not have heard it yet because it actually comes out on August 6th. So... Uh, there you go. New stuff, like I said at the beginning of the show. We're going to play that one, and then he released one uh, back on July 4th. We'll get to that one second. So first, we're going to listen to Created a Monster. It'll be coming out next week. Here's Rockstar Race Car from New Jersey. <laughs> I feel a jolt I look back at the creation it has become A couple's bare body parts Targets from the dollar stores The purposes at the black market The police don't need to know
him He will be your mind Above the being at my side Creator the monster Nobody wants him He will be your mind A genius at my side Creator the monster That's the first one. Can you believe teenagers? Yeah, I can believe teenagers. <laughs> I can believe their uh, little obsession with uh, horror films and coming into horror punk. Maybe they listen to a lot of Misfits as well. <laughs> it kind of has that vibe, but it's just that straight like punk rock and roll. And yes, it has that, and it created a monster. It seems like that theme. We're going to get into the next one. I'll get your opinion afterwards. It's Rock and Roll Night in America. Kind of a take on, uh, you know, I can't forget the track. It's a classic rock track. And so it kind of gives you back that classic rock vibe that they also put out. And again, it's teenagers, everybody. It's teenagers. Uh, great job, Troy. This particular single, Rock and Roll Night in America, was, came out on July 4th of this year. And again, albums should be out this fall of 2021. So here we go, one more from Rockstar Race Car, Rock and Roll Night in America. I know it's during the album segment, but these two will be on the album when it comes out in the fall. We just haven't heard the album yet. But here's the singles. I wanted to play them both, so here we go.
How about that guitar solo? Uh, I love that. Right? <laughs> and can I say more cowbell, please? <laughs> uh, that was a bit of a ringer. Yeah. And I, yeah, pun intended, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yes, indeed. Uh, I thought it turned out great. And Troy, just so you know, I see your patriotism. Uh, he posted something about New Jersey and somewhere, there's like three others, two other states that were like the least patriotic in the union. And he's there from New Jersey. And yes, with a song like this, it's got to boost you up a little bit. <laughs> it's rock and roll in America. What'd yeah. you think? Uh, they sound like a... Really? The best way I could say it? They sound like a bunch of kids just having fun. Yeah, it's good stuff. I watched the video. and Funny, Troy's doing a lot of the singing. And he's really getting into it in certain areas. Because he's like filming around the city. And it has him singing, right? That's... What you do with the music video. And every once in a while, he was in a location where you could tell he's like looking over his shoulder, uh, like over to the side to see if people are watching him while he's trying to do the singing for the video. <laughs> it was awesome. And yes, I noticed that. It was great. Uh, good stuff. <laughs> That's Rockstar Race Car. They're from New Jersey. Check those tracks out and be on the lookout for the album when it comes out in the fall. Eric, we got to wrap this show up. It's a long one today. We had a lot to say, I guess. Uh, and I'm sure you're going to have a little bit to say here. So let's go with it. <laughs> yes, I am. I am going to have a lot to say. But I'll try and keep this shorter than the band's lineup. <laughs> if you are a metalhead or if you have friends who are metalhead, you probably, probably heard that we lost... We lost uh, two people yesterday. One was uh, uh, Evan Howe, the singer for Metal Church. He passed away in his, uh, I think it was in his uh, mid-60s. And we also lost Joey Jordison, the original founder and the original drummer of Slipknot. Yeah. Also, subsequently, uh, the Murder Dolls. And also the... Uh, oh, I'll have to get back to you on his uh, third band. I had it, then I lost it. Synasium or something like that? There was Synasium, but there, there was another one. Okay. The the Martyr Within, something like that. Oh, Blood, the Martyr, something. Yeah. All right, go yeah, on. Curse the Martyr. We'll we'll get back to you on that. But anyway, the focus is he uh, he made his name in uh, in metal as, the, as a phenomenal drummer with the band Slipknot. And... In my opinion, he's part of the reason that they got so big. You think of the, you think of Slipknot, you think of all the members that they had, and you think of all the, uh, the way that they were making the riffs and they were making the initial rhythms. I mean, Joey Jordison, he was not alone in the percussion department. We had on the sidebars, we had Chris and we had Sean playing the fucking. Uh, Playing whatever drums and playing whatever uh, filler parts they're going in. Meanwhile, we got uh, Sid Wilson holding down the turntable in the background. Right. And the, also, they were doubling as hype men. If you've seen Slipknot Live, you've probably seen Sid Wilson just like flying all across the stage, jumping off and uh, even breaking his knees a couple times. <laughs> and of course, uh, Clown, he's a. Uh, he is the hype man. He's just getting everybody amped up alongside Corey Taylor. They are quite a spectacle. But musically speaking, Joey Jordison, he handled so much of the drumming. He was incredibly uh, – handled all of the drumming. But 
as far as uh, laying down the rhythms, he had a unique style. It was chaotic. It was just uh, kind of all over the place, but it flowed very well. It's just keeping up with all the all the weird riffs that Jim and Mick are putting out, and also and also just uh, keeping everything focused, keeping everything in line. And of course, the initial lineup that came about when they finally dropped their first LP included Joey, also alongside that Corey. Paul, Sid, Craig, Clown, <clears throat> Mick, Jim, and Chris. All nine members, and it just made basically a Frodo-style fist. <laughs> you know, five fingers on one hand, four on the other, but it still worked. <laughs> yeah, with the first album, it came out. Iowa was the second one they put out, and it just fucking took over the world. Volume 3 just skyrocketed them into the mainstream media winning a Grammy in the process for the song before I forget. And then they, then they end capped the decade with all hope is gone. And that was the last album that Joey Jordison appeared on before he left in 2013 as a result of multiple sclerosis. Scar the martyr, by the way, scar the martyr. That's what it is. All right. Scar the martyr. That was the other band I was thinking of. Anyway, yes, he left Slipknot in 2013 prior to the release of their f- of their fifth album, The Grey Chapter. He was replaced then by Jay Weinberg. And, yeah, Jay Weinberg, he does what he does. What he does is very well, but Joey Jordison's place cannot be filled. It just, <laughs> it just can't. He, it was, he was one of a kind. He has been held as one of the great... Uh, is one of the great rock and metal drummers. He's held in regards uh, alongside John Bonham and also uh, uh, skipping on his name, Tommy Lee Oh, okay, as yeah. well. <laughs> yeah, all of them phenomenal drummers in their own right, but really uh, Joey Jordison is most of the reason why Slipknot is survived past the new metal hype. <laughs> right. Yeah. And uh, and ever since then, ever since uh, the gray chapter going into uh, the 2020s, right here, it's uh, he's a uh, the band has just been like uh, filtering out. I mean, we did lose uh, Paul Gray back in uh, 2010. That was 11 years prior, back in May. And um, and yeah, he was also one of the primary songwriters of that band. Most people don't know that. He was basically the Roger Waters of Slipknot. Wow. <laughs> so he, uh, so yeah, having lost Paul, having lost uh, Joey, and having, uh, and also recently having lost uh, Chris. He, uh, not too, he hasn't jumped <laughs> off of this mortal coil. He just is not in the band anymore. And he's been replaced by the, uh, I don't know who, I don't know what his name is, but. Who's going to stroke their mask? I know. Or they call him Tortilla Man. Yeah. That was what I was getting at. They call him Tortilla Man. He's wearing like a potato sack on his head. So, yeah. I don't know what his name is, but who cares? He's the Tortilla Man. Anyway, right. to to get to the music, yeah. the uh, So, yeah, Slipknot. What I, what I originally had here, I'm going to save it for next week because it was uh, also yesterday. The uh, 28th was the anniversary of this album. But I am saving that for next week. I will... I will get to that later. I also wanted to make that like a callback to the a couple weeks ago when I did ACDC for my pick. That was my first favorite band, and this other one is my next favorite band. But Slipknot was the band that like got me into metal, 
back at the time. It was, uh, I hadn't heard a band that heavy, and I was just ready to tackle it. And one of the songs that I heard, well, one of the whole albums I heard was Volume 3, The Subliminal Verses, which was the newest album at the time when I was listening to them. It was around 06, 07. So they've been around for a couple years, and a lot of songs really stand out on that record. I bought their self-titled CD in the store when it was brand new, and it's because... uh, I was really into new metal and stuff at that time, and I see mm. this cover with these dudes <laughs> in a bunch of masks and the name Slipknot. Like, cool, I'll buy it. You know, had no idea what I was buying, and thankful I did. But oh, it was way yeah. back when it was brand new back in the '90s. It was it was great. Oh yeah, especially with the intro of that album, just the just Craig's samples. The whole thing, I think it's sick. The whole thing, I think it's sick. And then that opening riff, just bah, 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 yep. bah, 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 bah. It's right. like, oh my god, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> oh yeah, that's such a that is such a great record. Oh my god, one of the definitely one of the strongest. But yeah, volume three, it does have a lot of uh, it does have a lot of good hits. It's the one that has before I forget the Grammy uh, the Grammy nominated and winner, and it also has duality one of the one of the token songs that everybody knows the lyrics to. It's got some undercuts in there. It's got Vermilion, and it's also got the. Uh, it's also got the Blister Exist, the Nameless, even some acoustic tracks with the uh, Vermilion Part 2 and Circle. Yeah, so this was them really extended outside of their uh, comfort zone. But the one that stood out to me the most was the Pulse of the Maggots. One, the title is Metal as Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it is a call to uh, what many uh, of the fans self-identify as the Maggots. And Slipknot, they kind of say, yeah, our fans are the maggots. Because the maggots, they are the ones that people would rather believe don't exist. We are the outcasts of society. We are the ones that appeal to the, to the, the weirdos and the, and the guys who are a little bit loose in the head. <laughs> you know? And the maggots, they have, their, they, have their, they have their place in the ecosystem. They are born out of filth. Flies lay their eggs and their larva comes out through fecal matter most of the time. <laughs> so it's kind of a way of saying, yeah, we live in filth, but we do our part. <laughs> and, that, and that's where this song comes in. But also, as a, uh, as a testament to Joey, if you listen to the drums in this one, you can hear how he just plays all over the kit. He had a big kit. Which even spun around. Right. <laughs> yeah, if you remember that, strap him in. It goes on a roller coaster. Anyway, he, uh, you get to hear all the different... He, how he just rolls around the drums just so seamlessly and just goes with these uh, slightly disjointed riffs. It sounds like it could ascend to chaos, but it does not. He keeps the rhythm. He keeps everything in place. And it's a full package. You get to hear Mick and Jim just kind of uh, play off of each other in a solo. They rarely solo. There is not a lot of solos in Slipknot's caliber, uh, but these guys doing a bit of call and repeat is kind of the way that uh, Adrian Smith and Dave Murray of Iron Maiden do it, or how Carrie and Jeff of Slayer have done it. They just uh, they just both take a hold of the solo parts of the song, and it just sounds incredible. And and yeah, you get the you get some <laughs> blistering riffs, you get some uh, great vocals, you get a little bit of a. Uh, a little bit of a call to arms in the beginning while the little uh, uh, nuclear siren wails. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You'll hear it. So, yeah, 
Both of the Maggots. It's my favorite Slipknot song. I got to hear it live once, and it was an amazing experience. And, yep, just uh, prepare to bang your heads, and let's uh, pay tribute to Joey Jordison.
And there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, Joey Jordison, we will miss you. You may have uh, gone on. Your spirit will live on. But us maggots, we will keep the pulse going. Enough said. <laughs> All right, we're going to wrap the show up. Last track, The Splats played them before. Love playing Darren's projects. Darren of Fungus Factory Records, Tough Actin, Tenactins, and so forth. A lot of other stuff. The Splats uh, put out the demos, added some stuff to the demos that were was released on April 20th of 2021. Put out a video for this track, uh, Final Disclosure. So we're going to throw it on here. They're out of Alton, Illinois, if you're unfamiliar and you missed the other episodes that we played them. So here we go. This is the Splats, Final Disclosure. The flesh for a hunger that's never ending. A libation of wine for a thirst you cannot quench. This bread is my body. Eat now and be reborn. This wine is my blood. Drink now and cleanse the soul. As I go to the Father, light the way, the truth, and the life. I'm the vine, and you're the rotten fruit Now stand aside as I crucify And if the world hates you You'll know it hated me first And you'll stand aside As I'm crucified And if the world hates you You'll know it hated me first And you'll stand aside as I'm crucified There's nothing to fear As my love is on your side My commandments are real Obedience demands you lay down your life And you are all my friends Let me do all the things I command tonight The betrayal of my hand Will surely give way To the steel that binds And I burn this crown as my kingdom is not of humankind You'll deny me three times Then stand and watch as I'm crucified And if the world hates you You'll know it hated me first And you'll stand aside As I'm crucified And if the world hates you You'll know it hated me first and you'll stand aside as a curse divine.
Reminded me a lot of the old school black metal before it was even known as black metal. I'm talking Venom. That's what it really reminded me of. Awesome. And I really love that little guitar melody in there. The one that sounds very uh, sounds very Arabic. You know? Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. It's a good one. I saw the video, and uh, I think Darren did a good job. It's cool, you know, when you like different styles of music to have different outlets for different styles of music that you like. You don't just have one band and you do one style. It's cool if you have multiple bands that do multiple styles. So check out Splats. Check out uh, Fungus Factory Records. Check out stuff that Darren does. That wraps up the show. Again, that track real quick. Final disclosure. Go check out the video. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and of course, SLCPunkCast.com. And you can find the bands at X-Y-O-T-K-X. That's Year of the Knife, the straight edge, if you didn't notice. And (laughs) uh, at Bonecrusher underscore official 69. You should definitely be checking that one out. I love that record. Along with this next one, at Fear Gods 2020 for 2020. Man, they did a good one. I like that record, too. At Project Sellout, I am really looking forward to seeing them this weekend. At Lakia Har Hesties. I don't know if I... I don't... You know, it's that one. The one from Finland. (laughs) (laughs) You almost have it. Almost have it. Right. (laughs) Lakia Yar. I can say Har, but Yar. There you go. Look... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it looks like it says Lucky Jar Jar Testies. <laughs> there you go. Lucky Look Jar Jar Testies. <laughs> yes, that. It's a great band. Uh, you can find them there on Instagram. At Descendants, at Rockstar Racecar, at The Splats Rock. And the show is at SLC Punkcast. Eric, tell us where we can find you. Uh, where can't you find me? You can find me on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric SLC. Or is there another underscore in there? Holy shit. That's <laughs> <laughs> Scary Uncle underscore Eric SLC. That's my personal. You can uh, find my band on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. Our band camp is anonymous.bandcamp.com. Or I'm sorry, anonymous slc.bandcamp.com. I am disjointed here. <laughs> and on Facebook, it's at anonymous band SLC. Awesome. And. That's uh, some plug time. Like I said earlier, I am on the at the Assault City Circle Pit on Circle Pit Radio. That is, uh, you can find those on Instagram as well under just those names. I don't know how many underscores they have there. <laughs> <laughs> but you can also find me on Wrecked Podcast, also part of Circle Pit Radio. And again, at Wrecked PDcast, maybe I don't know anymore. <laughs> And also, and also, follow the page that I run on Facebook at SLC Hardcore. I post a lot about upcoming shows and some upcoming albums from bands. And 
just just share a lot of uh, cool shit on there. Or I try to as uh, much as I can. I got a lot of shit going on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I think that is everything. I like to think that that is everything. <laughs> we'll see. We will see. <laughs> I'll chime in to, as with the end cap. Anyway. Where are the rest of these bands' social medias at? Right, along with finding most of them on Bandcamp, you can find them on Facebook at Year of the Knife, at Bone Crusher Official, Fear Gods Period, at P S O L G P, at Lakia Yayarestes, Yayarestes. Man, I don't know if I say that right. <laughs> it's at L A K I J A J A R. J-E-S-T-Y-S. That's what it is. At The Descendants, at Rockstar Racecar, at The Splats Rock, and the shows at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in all the way up until this point. Hopefully you found some music that you enjoy. We play the stuff we do enjoy, and we enjoy all the stuff that people keep sharing with us, so please continue to do so. I'm trying to keep up on that. Eric, any final thoughts before we get rid of this show? Well, I will make this a very short end cap, but I just want to give one more plug. It's not anything to do with SLC, but it is something to do with records. If you're looking for some rare, collectible records, I'm talking first pressings, not just in the U.S., but from Europe as well, go to The Basement Record Sales. Find them on Facebook under that name, and also they have that website, thebasementrecordsales.com. And you just scroll through the list. You can find quite a few different albums from different genres. It is uh, all across the spectrum. Just recently, he got a... Uh, it's one guy. It's one guy, by the way, who's uh, doing this. Wow. Taking an intake of all these different records and then shipping them out per order. I've ordered four of them right now. <laughs> four of them. <laughs> an original ACDC Highway to Hell. Yeah, that cost me about 20 bucks, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, you can get some rare, you can get some rare shit for uh, pennies on the dollar. Yeah, I also got Iron Man's Never of the Beast, a German first pressing. I got an original Iron Fist from Motorhead and an OG French pressing of Dead Kennedy's Plastic Surgery Disasters. In total, that cost me about 150 bucks. Once again, where can we find this? We can find that on Facebook at The Basement Record Sales. And there's an underscore after that. Cool. <laughs> and yeah, you can find them on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, look for look on the uh, website. He tries to keep it up to date. He recently just got a slur of many old school jazz records. So so yeah, check him out. I I can't say nothing but good things about this guy. And yeah, it's not a scam. It is not a scam. I Eric's guarantee that. Eric's records already, all right? Yep, I have tangible proof. <laughs> all right, well, on that note... Play the fucking outro. Play the fucking outro.